Get inside the game from every angle. It's Rugby Direct with Elliot Smith, powered by News Talk ZB. Welcome into Rugby Direct, News Talk ZB's rugby podcast. My name is Elliot Smith. I am News Talk ZB's All Blacks commentator, and we have uh, a show today that is not like the usual Rugby Direct. I think that's fairly obvious why, with the really sad passing of uh, Māori all-black wing and midfielder uh, Sean Wainui played for the Chiefs of course playing of plenty uh, this year but uh, also Taranaki the Crusaders along the way as well a highly respected rugby player around the New Zealand scene tragically passing away on Monday it's only right we pay tribute to Sean Wainui very shortly we'll hear a collection of voices from players that played alongside him coaches that coached him and commentators that simply watched him and uh, commentated on the games he played in and the impact that he left on all of them. We'll pay tribute to Sean Wainui, as it is only appropriate to do on Rugby Direct this week. We will also focus on rugby on the park, and looking forward to bringing you this chat. You remember the name Steve Brett. If you're a Crusaders fan, he played first five and and second five for a wee bit for a number of seasons in the uh, mid to late 2000s, uh, early 2010s. Also played for the Blues for a couple of seasons as well under the tutelage of Pat Lamb. Went abroad, played stints in Japan and France, then called it quits. Now he's a coach in rugby, coach with Atlanta, but also now coach of the United States. Steve Brett, assistant coach, the attack coach of the uh, USA Eagles, the side the All Blacks will play on Sunday morning, half past eight. He joins us on Rugby Direct. It is time to get into it. Let's first and foremost pay tribute to Sean Wynum. Rugby Direct, powered by Newstalk ZB. 18 minutes gone in the second half. Bayou Plenty, is this their opportunity to close the gap? They've got it. Six in from this left-wing touch. Tahu Rirangi gives it to Oteri Black. Oh, he puts the little kick through. Where's it gone? Who's got it? Wainui! Got it down for the try. Yes, Sean Wainui scoring for Bay of Plenty. His new team in the Ranfilly Shield challenge just a matter of a few weeks ago. Incredibly sad news. The passing of Sean Wainui... Chiefs player, Bay of Plenty player, Māori All Black, uh, former Crusader, former Taranaki player. He was uh, a loved player from right around the country. Those distinctive headlocks, and uh, I mentioned this on News Talk ZB, uh, he felt like a new breed of player, one that was comfortable in his own skin, comfortable with his culture. He spread that uh, wide, whether it be on social media, Instagram, TikTok, whether it be with the haka, that, that incredible haka uh, that he led uh, along with Ash Dixon in the game against the Moana Pacifica for the Māori All Blacks last year or in post-game interviews. He was a player that seemed uh, incredibly proud of what it meant to be Māori, but also an incredibly proud father, incredibly proud husband. Very, very sad day for New Zealand rugby, the passing of Sean Wainui. In this part of Rugby Direct, we want to pay tribute from some of the voices, some of the people that knew him, played alongside him, played against him, and ultimately respected him. Let's go first to Sky Sport commentator Tony Johnson and his recollection of Sean Wainui. Well, first and foremost, I mean, this is a young man with a young family. It's a, it's a terrible tragedy, uh, but, you know, to, when you think of it like that. Um, you know, this is a, a loss that's going to be felt, of course, um, by his, his, his whanau, his family, but also right across the whole rugby community. Um, he's very popular with his fellow players, a, a really impish sense of humour that they all loved. I mean, we saw it when he got his bag of five tries. I think they uh, interviewed him from the studio in Australia, and he absolutely captivated them. 
uh, as a, a rugby player, I would say a, a coach's dream because he had a tremendous work ethic. He was extremely fit. You wouldn't say that he had lightning speed, but he played fast. Uh, he played strong, but he, he dedicated himself to getting the best out of himself. And, you know, through running good lines, uh, he was a good support player, you know, helping other players do their thing as well. Uh, and and just didn't make mistakes. He was very accurate in what he did. So uh, it's going to be felt on many levels. And I think if I've got one image of him that I'll probably remember for a long time, and that was the uh, before, uh, before the match last year, the uh, Moana Pacifica Māori All Black game in Hamilton. And he actually led the start of the Māori All Black haka, uh, Timatanga, which, and, and that is the best, um, I think, preamble or prequel to a rugby match I've ever seen that, mm. that. and he was right at the centre of it he was so immensely proud of his Māori heritage and and you know did a lot to, to uphold it so yeah it, it really is a it, it's a very very sad day that's Tony Johnson Sky Sport commentator who had the opportunity to commentate on Sean Wainui a number of times through his career Neil Barnes was his coach in Taranaki assistant coach at the Chiefs his memories of Coaching Sean Wainui. Yeah, I actually coached him first, I think, as an 18-year-old when I was coaching New Plymouth Old Boys in Taranaki. So I've had him since he was pretty young um, and then watched him through coming through Taranaki and then he went down to the Crusaders and then obviously back up to the Chiefs in Taranaki. So, yeah, had a fair bit to do with him. But, um, mate, so respected by everybody. Um, probably one of the most popular and respected people in our team, without doubt, um, Pretty tragic for our whole team when, when we found out. So, tough. Yeah, absolutely feeling it. Uh, Cody Taylor was a teammate at the Crusaders. Uh, the All Blacks now in Washington, D.C. They heard the news. They were broken. Uh, the news and, and Cody Taylor, uh, a friend of Sean Wino, is offering this tribute to him. Firstly, I just want to um, send my love from the All Blacks to, to his family. Um, usually devastating news to hear. Um, and I know they'll be going through a lot right now, so we send our love. Um, yeah, look, it's it's pretty tragic. Uh, you know, he's a man held in high regard among the rugby community, and um, you know, he's a special part of the Crusaders when he first went down, came down, and um, a special part of the Chiefs, Māori All Blacks, Taranaki in the Bay, I think. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty tough. I know there's a few boys in here really struggling, um, as you'd expect, and uh, we sort of touched on it this morning as a group, and there'll be another opportunity to do that later on. But, yeah, I, I just think, you know, with a, a man with so much mana and um, and respect, I think it's, it's, it's such sad news to hear. And Yeah, that's, I, I, look, I suppose there's a lot of shock as well. You don't think it's going to, I don't know, ever happen to someone, you know, but it, like that, but it does. It's just cruel reality of, I suppose, the world. But, yeah, it's hard to, hard to talk about, mate, and I know that a lot of people will be hurting and, um, yeah, it's a pretty tough time. Yeah, it was, it was pretty tough, actually, watching Cody Taylor talk about that on uh, a Zoom with the media back here in New Zealand, the All Blacks. Uh, obviously doing it tough uh, in America upon hearing that news, those closest to him, uh, Sean Wainui from the Chiefs set up, but also his time in the Crusaders and those that played against him. I played with him in the uh, the, the Māori All Blacks as well. It, uh, 
it's really hit them tough. And, and Sam Whitelock as well um, offering uh, this tribute to Sean Wainui, who he played with at the Crusaders. Wainui led the Crusaders haka against the British and Irish Lions in 2017. He, he, he formulated that haka and led it. Uh, with the team and um, Sam Whitelock uh, paying tribute to him as well. So a lot of people here that are, that are heartbroken with, obviously, Shawnee's passing. Um, a lot of people have played with him, New Zealand Maldives, Chiefs, obviously, Crusaders, and also the age group stuff. So um, there are people walking around with a, a pretty heavy heart at the moment, which is totally understandable. Um, obviously, a lot of uh, love and compassion goes out to uh, Shawnee's family, obviously, Paige and, and uh, kids and um, extended uh, family there too. So... It's uh, definitely a delicate one at the moment with um, the boys being away here. Uh, the guys that are very close to him want to, you know, just get around uh, people that were close to Sean and obviously his his family too. So it's um, it is hard for a lot of the guys at the moment. And um, the thing that uh, we do have is we have a lot of guys here, so we are getting around people that need the support, and it's something that um, you know you have to do as a team anyway, uh, whether it's good or the bad, and this is one of those ones that definitely hurts. Yeah, you can hear it in their voices, can't you? The um, the impact that Sean Wainu is passing has had on the All Blacks. Our final tribute uh, on Rugby Direct comes from Ash Dixon, Māori All Blacks teammate. He co-led the haka with Sean Wainui in that game that uh, Tony Johnson referred to uh, against Moana Pacifica last year. Consider him a real mate. It hasn't really sunk in um, reading about the, the news and Sean's a guy that I've known for a long time and um, the culture and the money Sean carried, especially the Māori All Blacks, is irreplaceable and had so much love for Māori rugby in the game and his passion was second to no one. Um, and he's a guy that I'm just going to miss so much. Like, um, And I know a lot of the boys will be here. He is that guy that makes you laugh, um, the guy that's always there for you and he was always about the team. Um, and it's just absolutely tragic. Yeah, I think that sums it up best. Ash Dixon, their uh, departing Hawks Bay captain, uh, Māori All Black uh, leader as well, alongside Sean Wainui. Absolutely tragic. Uh, let's finish. I wanted to finish, rather, with uh, with this. Uh, it's a Māori proverb, a whakatauki, uh, about saying goodbye. Ki hora te marino, ki whakapapa ponamu te moana, ki a tere te karohi rohi i mua, May the calm be widespread. May the sea glisten like that of greenstone. May the shimmering light guide you on your journey. Sean Wainui, 1995 to 2021. Rest in love. Jacobson, away to Weber. Still going wide to Gatlin. Out it goes to Trask, to Wainui. In the corner, Sean Wainui. Just like that. Big scrum coming in from the Chiefs. Held at the back by Luke Jacobson. Now it starts to buckle again. Advantage. Weber coming wide. Bryn Gallon with a big wide pass for Wainui. Another try in the corner, is it? Yes, it is. Second try, Sean Wainui. 14 and a half gone. Right wing touch. Tarvel spins into a contact from Wetton. Weber, Gatlin, Slater, Trask, Wainui stepping inside. Is that a hat-trick for Sean? Looks like it might be. Sean Wainui. Third try. Waratah's good defence. Lovely continuity by the Chiefs. Ball coming out wide, though. Nankerville, Trask. Wainui. Wainui's got four. 
Wow. Right, he's still got half an hour to have a crack at Sidovini's record. Didn't he get five? Don't need to check that. That's a try, Stephen Gordon. Oh, that's fantastic. Great vision whilst carrying in contact. Nice offload by Sean Stevenson. Gets his feet off the ground, and even though he's driven into touch, he's got the ball well down. This is Rugby Direct, a podcast for real rugby fans. Many a rugby fan in New Zealand will be familiar with the name Steve Brett. Played for the Crusaders and Canterbury for the best part of the decade. A couple of years for the Blues in there as well before he headed up uh, to play in Japan and France to end his professional career. Well, now he finds himself as the assistant coach of the United States rugby team. Had a wee stint uh, for the Major League rugby team, the Atlanta team in there. Now has upgraded to the United States. Quite a remarkable journey for Steve Brett and now... A player that had the goal of playing for the All Blacks will end up coaching against them this week in their test against the All Blacks. I caught up with Steve Brett, United States rugby coach, to ask him how it had all been going over the United States and the challenge that awaits this weekend. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been a great experience so far. For the, I've obviously been over here for the last couple of years, and uh, you know it's a it's a growing sport, and you know it's awesome to be involved in. Uh, and such a great program that's happening over here, and you know, it's, hopefully it's just going to get better and better. So, no, it's been it's been good so far. I can't complain. I know a lot of people obviously knew you. You went uh, to the Blues and then headed offshore and, and played a bit in France and in Japan, everything like that. What have you been up to in, in recent years that's taken you over to the United States? Uh, so I've retired in 2017, and then obviously uh, I've always wanted to be a coach, so I got into the coaching gig. Um, and I was quite lucky. I had. Uh, had one of my mates, Pete Borlase, who I played with in the Crusaders, who was a coach at one of the uh, MLR clubs over here. Uh, so then he got me involved with them. Obviously, the season was cut short due to COVID. Uh, and then they decided to go out of the championship. So <clears throat> I chucked my CV out there and, uh, in America still because I, I thought there was some... There's some great development happening and stuff like that, and I wanted to be involved. And then I was lucky to be picked up from uh, Atlanta Rugby. Uh, obviously, we had a we had a successful year this year, getting this, uh, into the finals and stuff like that. So, unlucky losing to LA Gutinis in the final. Uh, and then obviously, uh, you know, I picked up this international coaching gig. Gary Gary Gold gave me a, gave me a call and asked if I'd be interested. Uh, and I couldn't turn down the opportunity. You know, what a great opportunity it is to to coach international and to just to obviously get my coaching experience uh, and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously, you know, I've always wanted to play for the All Blacks and to be coaching against them, uh, you know, it's been, it's, 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 it's going to be an awesome challenge. I'm looking forward to it. That's good to hear. Look, uh, obviously, uh, in terms of the United States team, uh, that, that two-legged playoff against Uruguay a couple of weeks ago obviously didn't go the way you wanted. What are the lessons as a, as a coaching staff and playing group you've taken out of uh, those couple of weeks? Uh, to, to be honest, it's, it's it's a lot to do with uh, uh, a, a bit of mentality within the group. Uh, I think we've got a great bunch of boys with a great uh, talent base and stuff like that. It's just, you know, obviously we trained really, really well during the weekend. Just we just couldn't put our training performance onto the field. You know, obviously Uruguay, South American country, had the whole country behind them, uh, and obviously. Uh, not getting enough points against them in the home game was it was always going to be a tough game. You know, any any South American team you play at home uh, in South America is a, is, a, is a tough match. And you know they got three tries up in that second half, and you know obviously it was hard to get back 
Uh, and we, we, we were missing quite a few key players uh, in that match, but that's no excuse. Um, you know, we we thought we had done the preparation to come out of that game successful, uh, but obviously not. So, you know, obviously we're quite lucky. We've still got another chance against Chile in, in, in July for the, for the recharge for the World Cup. So, you know, obviously we're looking forward to uh, obviously this match this weekend and then obviously it's all our planning going, going ahead for the next six months. What do you expect uh, as the United States assistant coach from the All Blacks this weekend? I don't expect anything different to how they played in the championship in the in the rugby championship. <laughs> I think they'll um, they'll want to go out there and prove a point. Uh, it's not it's just it's not just another game for them. You know this is their 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 last step before they go on tour in Europe. Uh, but there's obviously also the the passing of Sean Wainui, who a lot of those All Blacks boys will know and. Who have, who have played with them, and you know, I think that'll 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 be a big a big thing within the game and how they want to play and you know respect the life of Sean and stuff like that. So you know, I I think it's going to be a really tough match for us, and you know, we've just got to prepare as best as possible this week, and you know, expect you know the expect the the best the best team in the world to to play against. You know, and obviously it's going to be a great test for us yeah. as, as a country. As you mentioned, and you mentioned at the start, coaching against the All Blacks. I know you know your players will be extremely excited to play. How big an opportunity is it for for yourself and for your, your players? Yeah, you know, I never. <laughs> I, if I if you asked me this ten years ago, I'd never would have thought that I'd be coaching against the All Blacks. Mm. You know, it was obviously the goal was the was to play with the All Blacks. Um, so yeah, no, for me, it's a, it's a great opportunity as a as, as a young coach up and coming and stuff, just to to coach against the world's best team and try to pick and pick the little holes within their system and stuff like that. So you know, it's for me, it's it's. It's it's a big game, but obviously again, it's we've put things in place that we want to do uh, over the last you know three months as a team. Uh, so that's not going to change. I'm not going to go out there just because we're playing the All Blacks and change up a whole whole lot of system stuff. You know, we we'll just go out there and do the things that we've been working on, and just go back to basics. And just finally, Steve Brett, really appreciative of your time. Obviously, Richie Moanga and Bowden Barrett, the All Blacks have got a couple of quality tens to uh, to utilise. Uh, you know, whichever way they go, what do you expect uh, from what you might get at at a ten, uh, given you're a former ten yourself? Oh, <laughs> you know, we're going up against the two of the best teams in the world, and you know, obviously, uh, uh, I used to play rugby with uh, with Richie's uh, older brother uh, when I was at school and stuff like that. So I've seen him as he grow as, he, as I've seen him grow up as a as a player, and he's just getting better and better and better every year. You know, obviously, no matter who we're going to be playing against, they they could throw out a team unexpected, and you know, but they'll still be the All Blacks, and they'll still want to put a performance out in the field. You know, so we've just got to be we've got to be ready for whoever we get. Well, we look forward to uh, watching this weekend, Steve. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it, mate. No, thanks a lot, Elliot. Appreciate it. Every try, two tries in sixty seconds. Every tackle, come tackle, tackle, and get up again. Every big moment. The All Blacks gonna score. They always have you before half time. It's-
Sports Rugby Direct, powered by Newstalk ZB. Bloody enjoyed that. Really enjoyed chatting with Steve Brett about uh, what's going on in United States rugby as well. And it's funny where all the journeys sort of go if you're a professional rugby player these days. You can go into coaching, obviously, or a bit of broadcasting or whatever it might be. Don't think Steve Brett, as he mentioned there, would have imagined himself being assistant coach of the United States. But that's uh, how professional rugby operates these days. And uh, fascinating to hear the avenues uh, that are now uh, available for some of these players that go abroad. Uh, Final thought from me here on Rugby Direct this week. Obviously, we've just had the announcement, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, about uh, Auckland, Counties Monaco and North Harbour not taking part in any further rugby uh, for 2021. The uh, proposed Super City Series, which was going to start uh, in November um, and and run alongside uh, the the NPC Final Series as a sort of extra format, uh, has been put to bed simply because Auckland's remaining in lockdown for at least uh, another couple of weeks. I feel sorry for all the players involved. Uh, It it really guts me. Uh, I know that it, it must really hurt. Um, especially the ones that are, uh, you know, don't play super rugby and, and, and are wanting to try and crack the next tier um, over the next few while. That's a year out of the game. And I know it's no one's fault and, and, and COVID's to blame, but it does feel to me that just uh, a year of opportunity has been taken away. I know that the headlines will be about Roger Tuivasa-Sheck uh, not making his debut for Auckland, but uh, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, you know, we know his quality and he'll slot in at the Blues when he can next year. But it's the next tier below the ones that um, are playing rugby for, for a crust, but also wanting to aspire and take the next journey on their careers. Um, it's going to be another 12 months until they get their opportunity uh, again. And uh, as I say, COVID's the one uh, COVID's the issue here that uh, has turned things on its head, but ultimately just very, very sad that we won't see these three regions out on the rugby park this year. Let's hope for 2022 that it, it is a better tale. Right, a couple of things to look forward to this weekend. Uh, Waikato Hawks Bay challenging for the Shield. The Mulus look, didn't get the result against Taranaki, but the Shield, different kettle of fish altogether. Always special when uh, RS is in brackets next to a game on the calendar. This is the final one of the season for uh, Hawks Bay as well. So can they put it away for the summer? Big challenge for them. Ash Dixon has gone. How many points is he worth? to the Magpies per game. We will find out this weekend as Hawks Bay try to defend it against Waikato. Also, the All Blacks game, 8.30 Sunday morning. Looking forward to calling this one from FedEx Field in the United States, uh, just outside of Washington, D.C. and Maryland. Uh, we'll have the commentary for you on Newstalk TV, Gold AM, iHeartRadio, 8.30 Sunday morning. My thanks to Larson Bars English, all the contributors to this podcast. Another edition of Rugby Direct on your podcast feed, Tuesday the 26th of October. 